Now, it's time for your hosts, the wonder twins of customer experience, Adam Toporek and Jeannie Walters. So Jeannie, a few times throughout the season, we have mentioned our sponsor, Forethought.ai. Do you remember that? You know, I think I do in every episode. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'm just making, yeah, I don't know. You're, you're getting up there. I just wanted to test how the memory's working. Oh well, my gosh. <laughs> here's the thing, Jeannie. Today, Forethought is in the house. In the house. What a great conversation, too. Because you know what? I think that this is not just the future. This is where we are today and how we're getting there. And how cool is that? Exactly. And I actually want to say a little bit ahead of when we, when we start this conversation to give our listeners some context about what Forethought does. Uh, it is a human-centered AI. And what it does, is, some of the things it does, it understands your customer's sentiment and intent. It empowers customers to self-serve, to automatically route tickets to the right agent. It enables agents to resolve cases faster. And what we talk about today is how what what's uh, going on behind the scenes. How does mm-hmm. that some of that work? What are the business benefits of that? Uh, and you know what's cool too? What? If you go to forethought.ai/ctcc, you can possibly get a hundred dollar gift card. Not only a hundred dollars, but you can learn more about Forethought. And today we're jumping in to learn more about AI and everything else. It's pretty cool. It is. And you know, what's incredible about our guest today, Dion, uh, is he is one of those rare CEOs that truly <laughs> can explain something very complicated you know, to people mm-hmm. that don't do it for a living. And his explanations are just amazing. I've been talking about AI and you and I have been talking about AI for a long time. And th- these are some of the best explanations I've heard. I agree. So if you're thinking, uh, what's AI? Don't worry, we got you. This is a great conversation. Relax, let it sink in. So let me tell you about our guest today. Dion Nicholas is the CEO and co-founder of TechCrunch Disrupt winner Forethought, the AI for customer support company. Forethought AI is customer support software that works with your CS team, and Forethought works to support your agents through human-centered AI. Dion, we are so happy to have you here on Crack the Customer Code. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited. Uh, so happy to have you here, Dion. And you know, it's interesting. Your company, Forethought, uh, our season sponsor, by the way. Woo. Uh, woo. <laughs> uh, you know, how we recently named one of Forbes' next billion-dollar startups. And what's amazing to me is just the level of investment and money that's across the board that's going into AI and customer experience and customer service. So talk to us a little bit about Forethought and like how you are charging into this future of AI and customer support. Absolutely. This space has been really fun to to innovate in. Uh, for, for context, I was a customer service agent once upon a time. And so being able to build AI and build technology in this space has been uh, kind of a dream come true in many ways. And so what we're doing across the space is thinking really about the entire customer life cycle and thinking about how we can bring efficiency and intelligence to every single customer touch point. So for example, as a customer, the first thing you want is your problem to be solved immediately um, in a self-service fashion. So we are thinking about how do we use AI to, uh, in a conversational way, help customers solve their problems. And then for the remaining issues, there are some times where you actually do want to talk to an agent. Sometimes it's a trust and safety issue. Sometimes it just requires 
requires human judgment. And AI can help in those touch points as well by making it faster for humans to get, uh, for customers to get to their their human agents, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a really important point because when when AI and bots and everything started coming onto the scene, I think there was a lot of fear around like, no, we're getting rid of the humans. <laughs> the robots are <laughs> taking over. And it's really not about that. It's about making sure that we provide the best experience for customers. Many customers are demanding faster experiences, more convenient experiences, uh, digital first experiences. So as you look to the future and think about you know where where we kind of started and where this is going, I think sometimes we also throw these terms around, right? And not everybody maybe is as familiar. So what would you say are kind of the benefits and the long-term lookout for conversational AI? And how is that different than maybe where we've been with chatbots when people think about that in customer support? Absolutely. And I, I, I love the uh, that conversation around um, natural either fears or surprises when it comes to AI and kind of misconceptions. Mm-hmm. It kind of reminds me of, Spreadsheets, for example, when spreadsheets first came around, um, people thought, you know, they would put accountants and finance folks out of a job, (laughs) (laughs) but they ended up becoming some of the most important tools of a a finance person, right? And I Mm -hmm. think similarly, AI, in particular, conversational AI, and and what I like to think of as true human-centered AI is going to actually be an accelerator for customer support teams. Mm -hmm. And so... Yeah, oh, sorry. sorry. I, I was just going to circle back to what you said about making sure that the right human is kind of supported by that. I would love to know more about that as well. Exactly. And so um, the first question you posed was, what is conversational AI and really how is it different than traditional chatbots? And the way I like to think about it is two two big ways. So one is that traditional chatbots, even though they've used the phrase AI uh, potentially as a buzzword, so to speak, (laughs) artificial intelligence, they've been a lot more artificial than they have been intelligent. Um, And in in many ways, there's a place for that, right? So chatbots traditionally have been no-code builders for decision trees or keywords or rules-based Interaction. So you'd literally have a director of customer service or an, a system administrator hard coding, hey, when or if I see word refund, go issue refund. Um, and, and that works in, in many limited cases. But you and I, when we you know talk to each other or when we talk to customer service agents, we don't say, please go issue me refund. We would <laughs> we'd be like, hey, my my shoes were never delivered or, or mm-hmm. you know, this product sucks. I like I want my money back. Um, and and that's more human. That's more natural. Um, even if that keyword of refund isn't said, the intent behind the interaction is the same. Mm-hmm. And so the way to think about modern AI is to really think about how we can use technology to truly build empathy and understanding into these experiences, understand what people are asking, the intonation, the the intent behind it, even if it's not manually coded in as a keyword or a decision tree. Mm-hmm. So how, um, you know, it's interesting to me because I don't, uh, you know, I, I, we talk about AI, Jeannie and I from the uh, this side of it, from the experience side, but not from the back end. Like, how do you make the, uh, the, yeah, don't the, ask me. the, the AI do <laughs> these things? So, and, I'm fascinated. and without going too far down the technological rabbit hole, you know, you, you brought up that point about how we speak as humans. 
And I guess one of the questions I have is, well, the permutations of that are endless, right? The mm -hmm. ways we say things are endless. So what, how, how does the AI, how, where is it now with that? What does that curve look like to where you're just capturing, you're getting it right? You know, I don't know what percent, what do you have a percentage you're shooting for that? How often you get it right even? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. And, and it's kind of funny because these words are often thrown around and, and the simple question of like, but okay, like, how does it work? Teach me like I'm four. <laughs> um, we, we, you know, no one like we look around and we're like, uh, am I allowed to ask that? Because it, it's, it's really, it's really important. Right. And, mm -hmm. and, and for example, when you look at the traditional chatbots and you look under the hood and actually ask, okay, how does it work? It's actually pretty simplistic technology that isn't really AI. And so then the natural question is, okay, but like, what is AI? Um, and I like to think about it as kind of a layer cake, <laughs> so to speak. And on the base of this cake is is technology that can fundamentally understand language. And so that starts with uh, very simple structures like words, right? So understanding that refund or uh, an utterance like money back or, or all the different ways you can kind of say it roughly map to the same meaning or intent or semantic understanding, right? And so that's like the ver the baseline. And they use a technology called word vectors, which, you know, transforms a word, which is just a sequence of letters into imagine like a point in a three-dimensional space or, or actually at a hundred-dimensional space. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, and so, and, and that captures things like, okay, is it a noun or is it a verb? Is it uh, large or is it small? All of these things, is it happy or sad? And, and all the fundamentals of that word get encoded into this system, into this machine, into this AI. And it's actually very similar uh, to how our brains encode meaning, right? And so you, you start with the, the bare bones of like, what do these phrases and words mean? And you start to build up the technology from there first technology can understand words and then eventually it can understand sentences like hey i want you to issue me a refund and um, please give me my money back are actually the same things they're you know the human or the customer is asking for something they're making a request and there's all these different um, fundamental features of this of this utterance that can actually teach the machine okay i know what i need to go and do here right and so you mm -hmm. kind of build up layer by layer by layer and in the last, I would say, maybe four or five years, there's actually been a, an explosion in, in this technology, natural language processing, to now what we like to call natural language understanding, to the point where AI can start to understand full, not just sentences, but paragraphs, support tickets, knowing what an entire email chain um, means and start to produce either actions on top of that, like, okay, I'm going to go and, you know, hit the system and, and issue a refund or respond. You start to get conversational. And so it's it's funny because we've been talking about, again, these, these, um, these systems for maybe a few decades now, but I would say it's only been in the last three to four years where things have really started to take off. And ideally, and hopefully forethought is, is on the forefront of this, but I think overall, the space is seeing a ton of innovation overall. Mm -hmm. It's so fascinating to me how when you start really getting the right technology and tools and marrying them with the right people who are thinking about things the right way, I mean, what amazing outcomes you can get. And I just saw an example of this with uh, an engineering school was working with a medical school where they were making like 3D models of actual patients' insides <laughs> so that the surgeons <laughs> could practice before they actually went in there. Like what a great application 
of technology and yet you need those humans who know exactly what they're doing and i think that's happening in in this world as well because like even just going through that humans are super complex right like we don't make any sense we say certain things we behave differently <laughs> um we are we are kind of a mess and so the fact that the machines can learn kind of in general and in in a certain percentage of time you know this works most of the time but for those situations where maybe you do need that human, you do need, it, it kind of reaches that threshold where the, the, the computer is basically shrugging its shoulders, right? And saying, I'm not <laughs> exactly. sure. Like how, how can these tools and technology and AI support the people who then are in those situations where we really need those people to handle those situations? Absolutely. And that's why I love using the phrase um, human-centered AI, mm -hmm. um, because it is all about the people. It's about that customer, the customer experience. Um, a lot of traditional um, AI, chatbots, automation systems have primarily been about deflection. They've been about reducing customer volumes for the support teams and so on, which is, you know, it's a good, noble cause and you need that to run a business. But at the end of the day, what you should really be focusing on is solving the customer problem. And mm -hmm. sometimes that means doing it in a self-service fashion, but sometimes that means, hey, you need to get this to an agent as quickly as humanly possible, right? Or as quickly as artificially possible. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! <laughs> right? And so um, for us, that meant we've invested a lot in technology, um, for example, our triage product and, and others that really figure out when should the AI be quote unquote shrugging, right? So mm -hmm. we, we internally even invented this concept called the confidence score. Um, and, and so when the AI doesn't have confidence in the answer, or if it's identified that this answer or this issue or this intent is one that is, you know, requires human judgment, let's just bow out. Let's say, hey, we're getting you to a human as quickly as possible. And by the way, we know, okay, this person speaks French. We know that because of this issue, it's high priority and should go to a very experienced agent. And oh, it's a billing question, so it should be routed to this team. All of those things from the conversation, all that metadata should be used actually to get it into the hands of the agent uh, more quickly. And that's kind of what we build um, some of our products around as well. And then lastly, you think about it again from that human-centered um, perspective of, okay, now that the ticket's in the hand of the agent, we know it's the best agent in the best channel at the best time, how then can you assist that agent with search, right? So, mm -hmm. hey, they need resources or helping them auto-complete sentences or helping them, um, you know, with, with brand identity. And, and, hey, if you say something in this way, it'll be more on point or on brand and so on and so forth. And then when you think about all of these different human touch points in the customer journey, both on the customer side and on the agent side, there's so much room for um, AI and technology uh, that you realize that this can really be powerful for these teams and their customers. That is so great. That is amazing. Uh, and you know, that's what I love because I know when Jeannie and I have had these conversations before, and you know, and I, we both had them with clients too, where people are like scared of the technology, like, and people are scared about jobs mm -hmm. and scared about all these things. And like, it is if it's done right, it's going to help the agents you have do a better job. Mm -hmm. You don't need to staff telling somebody where your address is. Now, obviously, we're talking about stuff that's much more complicated than just <laughs> talking about the address. But that it's that principle, like, we, you don't need staff for that. We don't need humans for that. And 
you know, most of these teams are so under-resourced from the human capacity that giving them these tools is amazing. So one of the things I want to wrap up with, I want to ask you about, because it seems like it's usually one of the ch biggest challenges is, and, and I'd love to know how you're solving it or how you approach it, is the transition. Is that when, when, is it, when the AI is making that decision or maybe the human's making that decision, that would be one of the questions, between, uh, okay, when, when do we leave automated and go to human, right? That, that, gray, that gray zone between uh, when the AI is no longer giving the support that the customer wants or needs. So there are definitely a, a few different factors to think about, and we talked a little bit about it, but the first step is being able to identify um, the intent, right? Which is, you know, bread and butter. What is this customer truly asking about and what is the problem that they need solved? Um, the second step is trying to figure out, very similar to what most support teams do manually today, is this a tier one, tier two, or tier three issue, right? So, you know, uh, something that's uh, a trust and safety issue, um, you know, let's say you're in a shared ride and uh, you, you lost something in your ride, like you don't need an AI for that, you need a person um, mm -hmm. to go and, and help you figure out where that is. Um, but something that's like, can you please reset my password? You can do that automatically, right? And so mm -hmm. understanding the difference between urgency and like, you know, literally thinking about how you would build a statistical model or a machine learning system to detect, is this an urgent issue? Is this an issue that requires human judgment um, or is it not, um, is another piece of the puzzle. And then lastly, that handoff is super important. And I think that's both a machine learning or AI problem as much as it is a user experience problem mm -hmm. in the in the sense of, hey, how can we make sure that they're in the channel of their choice? Like for example, you know, they send in an email um, to the support team. If an AI can detect, well, you know what, this is easier solved on the phone with a walkthrough, why not give them a callback number or get an agent to call them? in their channel of choice so that they can start walking them through the issue. And that works, you know, in any channel, phone to chat, chat to email and so on and so forth. And I think that's kind of the holy grail of um, handoff, intelligent handoff. I don't think a lot of us, a lot of practitioners in the customer support world are doing that yet, but I think that's definitely the place where um, most of most of the, the experiencers are gonna go. Mm -hmm. I think it's so important that you brought up the different angles there because it really is about the the person who's receiving the handoff. It's about the customer at the end, and it's about making sure all the technology f like serves those people <laughs> in those Ex transitions. Exactly. And I think that's something that we always have to start with that. Who are the people and how are we serving them and then build things around that. So it's really cool to think about it that way. But, you know, we... Uh, we could talk all day, I think. This is so fascinating. It's amazing. And uh, it's really <laughs> cool to see kind of where the future is going with this too, because I mean, this is the very nature of it is it's going to evolve and evolve and evolve and evolve. <laughs> like that's what it does. So <laughs> it's cool to think about where it's going too. And you know, this season we are asking every guest our this last question here, because we wanna know what delights you personally about working with customers? Ooh. <laughs> I am, um, I've always thought of myself as a problem solver. So prior to starting Forethought, I was an engineer. And the thing I loved most about code um, was, hey, when you see a problem, you can solve it by, by writing code, right? <laughs> and 
the thing that delights me the most about you know being in this role and getting to work with customers and whether that's our customers or their end users or the agents is that I get to do that every single day. I get to ask, hey, what is it that is troubling you today? What's what's top of mind? What keeps you up at night? Whether that's a support leader, whether that's a support agent, an administrator, a tech admin, or whether it's the end customer who just mm-hmm. has a question that they need answered, I think the essence of customer support and the essence of everything that we do every single day is, all right, how can we help you get your questions uh, answered and how can we help you get your problem solved? And that's what I love about uh, working with customers. I love that. I'm sitting here with a big grin on my face. Yeah, that's so good. Uh, So this was so great. And again, we so appreciate your support of our little podcast here. And if our listeners want to find out more about you and Forethought, where can they do that? Aside from, of course, every time we mention it on our show, what do you want them to know? (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. So you can find out more about Forethought at www.forethought.ai. And listeners of uh, Cracking the Customer Code can go to www.forethought.ai slash ctcc. Um, Or you can follow us on Twitter. Um, So we're at Forethought AI and I'm at Doji Dion. Um, And I'm usually active and available on all the socials and email and so on and so forth. So excited to get to meet anyone who finds this stuff interesting and always happy to jam. Last <laughs> uh, shameless plug, if that's okay. Well, of course, um, absolutely. Yeah, we are uh, doing a customer conference, our first ever user conference forward on September 8th. Um, I hope this is going to air before then. Um, if not, um, watch the uh, keynotes online. But if uh, if you're listening to this, uh, please join us virtually um, or in person uh, for Forward, which is September 8th, 2022. Well, we'll make sure the link is uh, in the show notes for that. Yes, for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. Thank you so much for being here, Dion, and keep up the great work. Thank you. Really excited to be here. And thanks so much for having me. Thanks, Dion. All right. Bye now. Adam, my mind is a little blown. well maybe maybe we can implant some ai to process your feelings for you (laughs) (laughs) we might need to because when i think about how fast things are going and how like how much this is actually going to help people both the agents that are serving people as well as the customers at the end as well as the organizations overall like there is so much potential here it's just so exciting to think about and it's so cool to be part of this kind of customer experience, customer support world right now during this evolution. And I just, I loved this conversation. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, I love watching, you know, I'm a sort of a geek for these things. So I really love mm-hmm. that part of it. But truly, you know, I also like where, how it's converging with where the market is going. Yeah. And, you know, we've been seeing the trends for years. We've been talking about hassle, friction, effort for years. Uh, and then it just, you know, 10, 10x during the pandemic, customer expectations about speed, yep. about self-service, about, you know, the uh, the company and the experience being there where they want to be, when they want to be there. And truly this type of technology that Forethought is doing, this type of, particularly in the support area, is going to make that possible and make those, experience, those experiences that are desired now possible. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So... We hope you enjoyed this as much as we did. I'm pretty sure you did. 
just because it was a great conversation. <laughs> so, uh, and don't forget, check out Forethought at forethought.ai slash CTCC and learn how you can learn more about all of this stuff and get that $100 gift card. I am Jeannie Walters. I'm so pleased that you're here with us. Thank you for being part of our community at Crack the Customer Code. We are a proud member of C-Suite Radio, so be sure to check out all the great business content at csuiteradio.com and csuitetv.com. As I said, I'm Jeannie Walters, and you can learn more about me at experienceinvestigators.com. And I'm Adam Pork, and you can connect with me at customersthatstick.com. Until next time, take care of yourself and take care of your customers. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.